Welcome to Balance Your Life, a podcast designed to motivate you to begin and maintain your health and wellness journey. My name is Megan Farrell. I'm the creator of the Balance by Megan brand, host of this podcast, yoga enthusiast and teacher, motivational and lifestyle speaker, and blogger. I love inspiring and empowering others to live a more positive, successful, healthier, and happier lifestyle. If this sounds like you, you're in the right place. Let's do this. Welcome everyone to the show. My name is Megan Farrell and I will be your host for all of the Balance Your Life podcast episodes. Before we dive into this week's episode, I want to share two small announcements for you. A friendly reminder that I am co-hosting a retreat for yoga teachers and wellness professionals in Costa Rica this November with Amanda Kingsmith from Mastering the Business of Yoga podcast. If you are looking to grow your business as a new entrepreneur, or if you have plateaued in your existing business, then this is the retreat for you. So we will be going over how to create a signature offering. We'll have a vision board night. We're talking all things branding, how to niche down, and we'll be talking about social media. We also have a waterfall hike included for you guys, three meals a day, the most gorgeous, luxurious resort that you can imagine. It is at the Bodhi Tree Yoga Resort in Nazara, (laughs) and uh, we have beach days, and this is really just a chance for you to grow your tribe and connect with other like-minded people. It's a chance for you to get super creative with your offerings and to collaborate with one another one another. And secondly, this episode has been brought to you by Fabletics. Oh my goodness, I am so excited about this. If you know me in real life, you know how big of a fan of Fabletics that I am. So with this special offer for Balance Your Life podcast listeners, you can get two leggings for $24. Yes, that is two leggings for $24. So here's the thing. You need to sign up for a VIP membership in which they will match you with attire that matches what you like to do, whether it's spinning, running, yoga, you name it, they have outfits for you. So a little idea or a little sneak into what I do is I signed up for this deal to get the two leggings for $24 because Hello, we know how expensive yoga clothes can be, but this is such a good deal, and the quality of the leggings is incredible. They're, the clothing in general is just really high-end and really good quality. So what I do is I skip each month. So each month they ask you to get an outfit, but you can skip the month and an unlimited amount of times. So what I do is I skip the month, Unless there's one month where they've paired me really well with an outfit and then I just bite the bullet and I get it. But I wait for the sales to come up. I have gotten full outfits, three-piece outfits for $15. So $5 per clothing piece, which is absolutely insane. 
So I wait for those deals, those sales to come up, and then I just hit up the sales. So if this sounds like you, or if you want to check them out, this will be linked in the show notes. So you can follow the link there and get your two leggings for $24 and then get the sales, you guys. It's it's just the way to do things. <laughs> with that being said, I would love to dive into this week's episode with Rachel. Hello, Rachel. Welcome to the show. I'm so excited to have you. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. So Rachel is a fellow yogi or yogini, uh, the creator of the Artistic Yogi, which is formerly Rachel's trading post. And I'm so excited to get into that a little bit more because I think it's a very cool way that you were involving. Before we begin, can you let our listeners know where you are coming in to us from? I am in Markham right now at my house. Perfect. Yeah, Markham's not too far. We are in the 300 hour together. And it's been so nice getting to know you. I love your vibe. I love everything about you. And I'm excited to share your story with everyone. Thank you. I'm excited uh, that you gave me the opportunity to uh, share this with everybody as well. Perfect. So let's jump right in. How did your yoga journey begin? Well, my first memory of yoga was back in high school. We uh, had some classes for uh, gym, and I could not sit still. I could not do any of the poses, (laughs) and honestly, it's terrible to admit, but I thought it was like the most ridiculous practice. I'm like, I don't get this, And um, but as I got older, I started to experience some like anxiety and depression, which I'm sure a lot of us have been through. And yoga and meditation kind of found me again. And it was absolutely like life changing for the second time. And I have not been able to get enough of it. It's just continuous learning ever since then. (laughs) I just can't not be learning more in depth about yoga every day. It's like there's something new to learn and there's something more to experience. It's uh, it's funny, like a girlfriend and my joke around that it's like drinking the yoga Kool-Aid. Like once you start, you just can never stop. <laughs> Absolutely. Totally feel that. Um, I also find it's, I always, I always find when people come into yoga, it's a very extreme or two-way street. Like on the one side, which I can relate to you with, is I started doing yoga probably when I was like, 17 or 18 my mom took me and I was like I fucking hate this this sucks like there's I don't understand the point of this I don't get why we're doing this (laughs) Mm -hmm. and then I stopped and I started again obviously in a time that I needed it to come into my life again but people are always like nope don't like this or they're like super gung-ho about it and they've been on the path ever since it started but <laughs> it, it's funny that um, so many of us that I've spoken to have been like, nope, don't understand the point of this. And then it's like, it's become our whole life. You just get so consumed in it once you find your niche with it. And it, I don't know, it really helped me get over my anxiety and my depression and other things that I was going through. And it just... Uh, really led me down such a different path than I was going down before. And it's like, I can't even look back 
and compare myself to what I was before and where I am now. And I'm just so grateful that I look at life in a totally different view because of yoga. I hear you so much on that. Um, I relate so much to that. When you came back to yoga, did you start by doing it at home? Did you go to a studio? How did that start again for you? So I took like a beginner's class and it did not introduce me in a way that I felt I was supposed to be introduced to it. Um, I was at a studio and I just never felt a connection or never felt wanted or accepted there. I don't know why. I guess it was just not my jam of people. Mm-hmm. And so I just did a home practice for about two years because I was so nervous to go back out into a studio just because of the vibe that I got the first time. And eventually I came across Balanced Life Yoga and I actually signed up for my 200 hour with only being to maybe six or seven classes at an actual studio. And once finding Balanced Life, it was like coming home. It was like the community that I've been searching for. The people were just amazing. The vibe I got from the place and just something that I had never experienced before. And I absolutely fell in love. I feel like I don't know how we haven't had this conversation before because our story is like crazy the same. Uh, I started, my mom took me like a friend of hers was doing it in her basement. So I went to classes there and that's when I was like, I don't understand. This sucks. Mm -hmm. And then I started doing it at home because same thing. I was like, I don't really know how to do this thing. I don't want people to see me. And so I started at home practice for two years too. And it was over the Christmas break. It was like, you know, the new year, new you coming up and, um, the studio that we go to had it like one of those promos and I went to a first class and I was like, I love this. Like I love the people. I love the class. And literally one class in, I signed up for my 200 hours. I was like, I don't know. We'll just figure this out as we go along. (laughs) I find that happens to a lot of us. And it's just, we finally find a community and like a home away from home where we feel comfortable and supported and couldn't have asked for anything better. For sure. Absolutely. And I think it's nice that they don't have kind of like a prelim for people going in. I've heard, I I get the two sides of this, like why, why studios do this, but I know there's some studios that you have to be practicing so long there and you have to be able to do so many of the poses. And I can appreciate that from the sense of they don't want a turnover of teachers coming through. Mm-hmm. But I think it's also nice if you were like, I'll, like, I just don't want to do ha- handstand. It will never be in my practice or I'm not the most flexible. But as you know, like yoga has become so much more than just the poses. And I think everybody should be given a chance to experience the 200 hours. I think it should be mandatory, actually. I do, too. I totally agree with that. Amazing. I, I love that your high school offered it. That's incredible. Yeah, it was great. It was only for like, um, like two weeks. And we had like a class every two to three days. And it was just in one of the classrooms. It wasn't even in the gym. It was like a half an hour practice. Basically, I was in Shavasana the entire time. 
<laughs> but it was nice to actually get to experience and um, mm. be shown what yoga is at that age. It never really left me. I'd always still been intrigued about it, but it had never entered my life until probably six years later. And once I got reintroduced to it, it was like I couldn't let go. Yeah, no, I, I resonate so much with that. Um, amazing. What, what kind of style do you s- tend to prefer? What do you feel the most drawn to when it comes to an actual yoga class? I prefer more of like a gentle and restorative. Okay. As much as I love to get my body moving, I do go to the gym and that's my main thing for building muscle and everything, even though gentle um, yoga practices is still really good for the body. I just prefer to relax and let go because I had so much anxiety and inner chatter going on for so many years that uh, the gentle practice and the restorative really helped me calm the inner mind and just focus on the things that were benefiting me in life and stop focusing all the, on the negative all the time. So I really like a more relaxed practice. And I think that's why I'm more drawn to teaching a more relaxed practice. And those are more of my jam, my people's. <laughs> it's your tribe. Did you find that that switch for you was automatic, that the, the self-chatter stopped, the anxiety stopped, or was it a little bit more of a gradual thing that happened? No, it actually happened pretty fast, probably within about three to four months of me starting. And even just in my home practice and including a little bit of meditation, as though it took me a long time to get into it. I took a couple classes and workshops on meditation, which really helped me integrate that into my yoga. And as soon as I started doing it, it was really almost immediate that all the anxiety and depression just like slipped away from my life. And I haven't really been um, living with that any longer. Yeah, I can relate that to that too. I, I kind of came into yoga um, because of my mom wanted me to help, like to help me with my asthma. I had really bad asthma and uh, to her, it was like a way for me to practice the, the breathing aspect of things. Um, mm-hmm. But I noticed that when I started doing it again, like later on, I came into it from more of like a power background. I wanted to work out. And I stopped because I was, I wanted to come off of my antidepressants and I was weaning myself off of them. And I was just bored is like the best way to describe it. So I needed something to do and I started to do yoga and it was, yeah, it was crazy how well I felt on the mat and then afterwards. And sometimes it's still like during the day, I'll find like I'm feeling anxious or I'm not in the greatest mood. And now the moment I hop on a mat and do some poses, it like it goes away or whatever you think is like a big deal. You're like, okay, like it's not such a big deal. We can work with this or here's a solution to a problem. Yeah, absolutely. Amazing. So I know just from our previous chats and being a yoga teacher training that you are a big meditation um, fan that you love doing it you love 
teaching it. Is that right? Yeah, I'm starting to teach uh, mindful meditation um, on Tuesday, actually. It's my first class. Ooh, that's exciting. I'm what, so excited. That's awesome. What led you to being involved with meditation? Um, I've followed a lot of spiritual um, teachers over the years, and Deepak Chopra is one of my favorites. He's so and- good. Yeah, he's great. This one <laughs> lady who um, is in Markham started offering a meditation course, and it was all based off of the seven spiritual laws of success, which Deepak teaches. Amazing. And so I was so ready to join that, and that literally changed my life and the way that I meditated and actually brought meditation into my life. It really just opened me up to tapping into my inner self and my inner stillness and the amount of anxiety and depression that left me because I was able to just really tap into my true self and what I was saying. I shut down all the thoughts that were always telling me, go this way, go that way, do this, do that. And it was like, stop listening to this outside chatter and just really sink in and go into yourself and take some time to figure out what you really want, what direction you really want to go in, what's meaningful to you, what's not. And that really changed my life. And it still is today. Meditation is a big part of my daily practice. And I strongly believe in it and encourage other people to dive into it. You don't need to start with a half an hour practice or sitting there cross-legged like how a lot of people think yogis and meditation is. It's, uh, it can be five minutes of your life. It can be 30 seconds. And it's just taking the time to really sit and notice what's going on. Yes. And um, yeah, it doesn't have to be a crazy lengthy practice. It can be short. And gradually build on it. And honestly, I've heard so many people and I've spoken to so many people who it's changed their life. And even if it's not a daily practice, at least maybe once or twice a week and or even doing it when you feel like you have anxiety or a lot of stress going on. It's nice to just take a couple deep breaths involving pranayama or any type of um, outlet that works for you. It doesn't have to be sitting there in silence, releasing all of your thoughts. There's so many different avenues of meditation. And no matter who you are, any of these outlets can be beneficial for you. You just need to find which one really resonates. Yeah, I couldn't agree more with you there on that. Um, It's funny because for me, it's the same way I approach yoga. (laughs) When meditation in our 200 hours, we did a little bit on it. I was like, nope, fucking don't like this. (laughs) What do you mean I have to sit there? Like in my head too, I'm like, how am I supposed to sit there for half an hour in a cross-legged pose, not thinking? Like that's just not going to happen. And you do. You learn that it can be five minutes of meditation or you can listen to a guided meditation. Um, A girl I know was speaking about it in the sense of like being mindful when you eat instead of being on your phone or watching TV, like really be mindful as you're eating, take, you know, 
savor the food in your mouth as you're sitting there be grateful for how you got the food that you can afford to eat that food who brought you that food from what part of the land did it come from just being mindful as you're doing simple things that's meditation absolutely and it's so healthy for your brain to start functioning in these different ways than we're used to yeah i it's i don't know if it's the world that we're living in now where it's like everybody is so busy and on the go or if they're you know have some downtime they're on their phone or watching tv and it's like sit there and just yeah contrary to belief you're not just emptying your mind sit with your thoughts like what is going through your mind how are you actually feeling what is coming up for you as you're sitting there absolutely i feel like these devices and electronics that we have so much of these days they uh they definitely don't help they more so distract us a lot from our own inner thinking which I don't think is very healthy I mean I think we should be able to sit and be happy with our thoughts or not to be happy with them however you want to feel about it but at least being mindful of how your thoughts are actually making you feel makes a pretty big impact Yeah, a hundred percent. I agree with you so much on that. And I mean, you can't deny the science and the studies that are coming out about meditation from a perspective of how good it is for the brain, how it builds up the neuroplasticity in your brain, which is like big terms. I get it. But like it helps present Alzheimer's disease and it lowers cortisone in the body, which we know leads to heart disease and heart attacks and it's it's funny that you can offer people a solution like hey if you take five minutes to meditate and it will change your life how Mm -hmm. against it some people are like again you're asking for five minutes of their time to for a good reason to help them and people are either in such a pain point that they they go for it they know the benefits of it or they're just super against it Absolutely. And it's like we have 24 hours in a day. (laughs) I know we sleep for, you know, a good chunk of it. But if you can give yourself five minutes a day, just for some self care and some self love, and it really makes a big difference. Yes. Yeah, I'm so with you on that. So kind of going on this tangent or this run of self care, I know you are a big artist and let's dive into how that comes up for you, how you use that in your life and how you want to teach others about it. So I'm like a self-expressed artist and um, I paint a lot of abstract and it's a great way for me. And I've always found this, that releasing any unwanted feelings or whenever I'm upset or going through a time, I always love to just let it all out on the canvas or whatever type of piece of artwork that I can just let it out because it's not worth holding anything in and really expressing yourself in an artistic way. I don't think it's done enough. And I feel like a lot of people struggle with being able to express themselves and art is a great way to not have to speak about it. If you don't feel comfortable speaking about it, just letting it all out on the canvas is a really great way to relieve a lot of stuff that um, might be going on in your life. 
Yeah, that's amazing. That's incredible. And your work is very beautiful. I'm, I'm very impressed by it. How, how do you teach people, I guess in, in your own terms, what is like a creative outlet or what is an artistic outlet to you? Um, well, I like to, uh, I create soy candles as well. So incorporating essential oils into my candles has been a really big, um, self-expression as well. Just being able to be around the benefits and everything of the essential oils. And it's like more of a therapeutic thing of mixing and pouring and just not having to think and worry about the other stuff that's going on and just being able to live in the moment because it is such a live in the moment thing. And so is art. You, it's hard to be thinking about all these negative or whatever else you have going on in your life and just really live in the present moment and in the now and focus on, you know, what you're doing instead of what you need to do in an hour, what you did last night, what you did 10 minutes ago, who you had a conversation with and just being able to do that. I, it's very beneficial to, uh, to your mindset and how you look out on, onto life. Amazing. I, I'm a big fan of essential oils and I agree just being around them is so it's very therapeutic and it's very, it could be either, it could be very calming. It could be very energizing depending on the different scents that you're using, but I'm a big believer in having them like throughout my day. I'm, I use them constantly. You used to, I don't want to say used to because it's, it's a, It's a very cool transition. We were talking about it before this call was recorded, but you had a business or a company called Rachel's Trading Post, and you are morphing it into a new venture, The Artistic Yogi. Can you talk a little bit about what that is and how that transition has gone for you? Um, It's gone really well. Yeah, so I started back in like 2016, uh, strictly just making candles, like I said, with the essential oils. And um, after going through a rough time in my life, the essential oils that I was using totally changed my life. And my intention for the company was to bring these essential oils into other people's lives who were going through some of the same struggles that I was going through. And the candles did great, and I absolutely loved making them. And at that point, I started really focusing on my art and self-expression through that. And now that has taken a really big leap and is going super phenomenal. Um, My favorite thing to do and my strongest passion is my art. So that is a big uh, direction that the um, that my new company the artistic yogi is going in and so I'm also like we said a certified yoga instructor so infusing yoga and meditation and everything that I've learned into the artistic side of my business is really um, where I'm going in the direction that I'm going into now And I really want to start 
um, just teaching other people and enlightening other people into their own self-expression and finding their own authentic self. And doing that through art, I feel, is um, one of the best ways, especially incorporating some pranayama and um, meditation as well. So offering some art classes and workshops to help people really find their expression. That's amazing. I think it's it's such a nice way to complement both of those together, the artistic or the creative side, the artistic side of things, and the yoga side of things, and combine them together because it all plays a part. You can think of it in the sense of you can get very creative and artistic in your yoga, and you can use yoga in order to express yourself in a creative and artistic way. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That's awesome. So are you, will you be starting workshops and classes soon? How, how soon is this getting up and running? Um, I'm hoping in June I will have a couple of workshops um, set for then. And um, they're probably going to be all around like the GTA and the Durham region. So I'm going to be hopefully uh, catering to a lot of different uh, people from all over the region, which will be nice. It's not like I'm just staying in one place. I would love to come around and uh, introduce this to whoever is interested. Yeah, that's awesome. I'm very excited to see this come to fruition for you. Well, thank you. Yeah. Are there any other forms of wellness or self-care that you swear by and you incorporate in your daily routines? Um, absolutely. Uh, affirmations are like my strongest, and most loved way of, um, building my routine and starting my day with those is, uh, really game changing actually to have like a set list of affirmations and Hey, they can change day to day, just depending on how you wake up, how you feel, but incorporating those in the morning has really, um, impacted my life in such a positive way. And just reading daily quotes every day. And if you follow me on Instagram, you'll see that uh, I post a daily quote on my story. So I absolutely uh, invite you all to follow me on there and join in in my daily inspiration. And um, just being writing down like the three things that I'm grateful for every morning. And at the end of the day, writing down three things that I'm grateful for that have happened to me. Just trying to live like a super positive, happy lifestyle. And it's, uh, yeah, that's pretty much all of my routine. I try and incorporate that into my daily. Awesome. For like just me to be selfish, <laughs> do you come up with these affirmations on your own? Do you get them from like a book or online? Um, some of them I have heard throughout uh, meditation and yoga classes that I have been in. So whenever I hear one that I really resonate with, I'll absolutely write it down right away. And a lot of them um, I've come up with myself just based off of the daily events that happen in my life and where I want my life to go and how I see myself in the future. Awesome. Yeah, no, it's it's the same for me, but I'm always looking for other <laughs> mantras or affirmations that I could can turn to. Amazing. So what advice would you have for somebody 
who's new to either yoga or to the artistic world, what tips or tricks could you give somebody for just starting out? Um, never give up. Um, there is so many times in my life where, you know, you hit bumps in the road and you're like, well, it's just so easy to give up and just go back to the life that I used to live. But then you start thinking, why would I want to go back to that life? I was doing so good and like, just keep going. Never give up. Never stop believing in yourself. No matter what um, blocks come up for you, your belief in yourself is like the number one thing that I can honestly offer anybody. Um, find your tribe and your support system. Like you will attract exactly what you're looking for and they'll find you or you'll find them. And once you found them, like don't let them go. <laughs> Hold on for dear life. Exactly. Like, <laughs> you find your people and like you stay with those people because they're the ones that are going to help you out and help you continue to believe in yourself and, you know, support you. Yes, I'm a big believer in having a good, supportive tribe around you. And I mean, get rid of the toxic and negative people that you can in your life. Absolutely. For those who you can't necessarily, it, it's nice to have those positive tribe people around you to get you through those times too. Absolutely. Some of those negative people, you know, they may be in your family or they may be people that are super close to you that you can't really get rid of. But if you kind of shift your mindset to not fall into their so-called traps, we'll call them, it's, um, it's a lot easier for you to get through the day and just knowing and saying those affirmations or just reading a little inspirational quote throughout the day, just to keep yourself motivated to not fall into that negativity. Yeah, hundred percent. It's it is a big a big thing to have to kind of get your head around. But if you have a good mindset, if you like, can come to these people from a place of love and kindness, even if you're not always feeling that way towards them, it just it, it definitely helps, and it helps to even like as hard as it can be, find gratitude for these people, even if it's like. Thank you for showing me how I don't want to live my life. <laughs> exactly. And that was one of like the hardest things for me. But now um, I've been practicing it for a while and I find myself doing it quite a lot. But it feels it feels really good to finally get into that place where you can absolutely be grateful for these types of people in your life because they are. They're showing you exactly what you said, what you maybe don't want to be, right? Yeah, it's, it's, it's a learning progress, but it, 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 gratitude for everything. Absolutely. Yep. So I would love if you could let everybody know where they can find Rachel and the artistic yogi for anyone who's in the area and wants to come to one of your workshops, where can everybody go and find you? Find me on Instagram. That's like my main, um, outlet right now uh, at uh, Rachel the Artistic Yogi is my handle. Um, I also have a Facebook page so you can find me on there. Um, I will be in Bowmanville on Tuesdays at 5 p.m. for uh, the gentle yoga and mindfulness class. And as soon as I secure my workshops, you can find those on my Facebook and my Instagram.
I'm going to start probably having one in Stouffville and possibly one in Ajax in June, both of those in June. Um, yeah. Amazing. So if anybody is driving or walking or running or at the gym, maybe even doing some yoga, we'll, uh, I'll link everything in the show notes so that you can just click on and connect with Rachel. Awesome. Sounds great. I look forward to, you know, having meeting new people and inviting everybody to my class and yeah. Amazing. Well, thank you so much, Rachel. This has been such a fun conversation and every time we get together, I feel like I learned something new about you. So we have a lot to talk about at our next get together. Absolutely. I look forward to it. Thank you so much for having me. Hey, wait, you guys, before you go, I would love if you could take just two seconds of your time and give this podcast a rating and review. It is how we grow the podcast audience and it's how we spread the love and the magic of yoga. So any help that you guys can give me, it does help grow the podcast. And I would also love if you took a screenshot of you listening to this podcast and tag me in it on social media. I love knowing that you guys are getting value from these podcast episodes, and I love knowing that you're listening to it. So take a screenshot, tag me in it, and then I will share it out on my end. I will check in with you guys next week. Have a good one.